guys, it's Melissa. And I'm Jill. And we are Paramormal Podcast. We are two moms here to talk all things paranormal. We will provide full body chill episodes of our favorite cases that you will never forget. So be sure to tune in each week to hear new captivating cases based on facts, research, and of course, encounters. Welcome back, guys, to a brand new episode of Paramama Activity Podcast. My name is Melissa. And I'm Jill. And tonight's episode, of course, we, like we always say in the beginning, it's creepy AF. Um, we can't wait to dive right into the Hampton Lily Bridge. But, of mm-hmm. course, before we get into the excitement of the night, we just have to remind you where you guys can find us. You guys can find us at Paramama Activity Podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and same thing for Instagram as Paramormal Activity Podcast. And um, yeah, let's get right into it, Jill. All right. All right, guys. So obviously, I'm going to start us off with the story. Oof. Story time with Jill. Here we go. <laughs> Disclaimer Jill picked yes, out the story as usual. So we. A little creepy. We might have to post the picture of the doll. You'll, you'll learn why. So this is from a Reddit account, uh, Super Be Good 3994. All right, just a quick shout out. I'll let them know that we read their story. Woo. So it's called The Haunted Doll. Um, now she wrote, this actually just happened recently in the past month at my boyfriend's house. There's this doll. The doll is very old and plastic with short brown hair, very creepy. Half of its face is melted into its shoulder, so the look of it gives off a weird vibe. Like right there like why is that doll there no offense but <laughs> anyways yeah why keep yeah, it why keep it at that point it's um she continues on with not even the look but being around it the energy is off it's pretty tall maybe like three foot or so which Jesus is like Christ. basically the same height as me I'm yeah right <laughs> basically I mean, like why would you have that i no, know why and she goes i didn't really pay attention to it the first couple of times i went over in the last month my boyfriend's mom actually found the doll in a storage unit She goes through storage units. So right then and there, you don't even know the history with this doll. So she said they found this doll wrapped up in a bag and decided to take it home with them. When I first picked up the doll, I actually felt kind of scared, but comfortable at the same time with it. I'm a very spiritual person, so I knew something was attached to the doll. When I had left their house, I get a call from my boyfriend telling me it was moving around the house and ending up in weird places. Jesus. He decided to mess around with the doll and threw it down the stairs to which its leg fell off. Like, oh, um, I don't want to mess around where yep. use the doll. There you, you go. go. Yeah, two exactly. Two now, out popped a brown piece of paper. The message written on it was worn off from old age. So I wonder what the hell that said. Like, yeah, right. From a past, you know, probably owner said, of it. Yeah. Probably like, said, please don't throw me down the stairs. Exactly. Now it says, I went over there a week after and brought the doll upstairs with us, to which the dog was up there and started barking and growling at the doll. Mm. But I felt comfortable with it and didn't want to let go of it for some reason. It felt like something came over me and I was attached to the doll and whatever was attached to the doll. So I guess whatever that connection was, was attaching to her now. So she said, my boyfriend started asking me why I was acting weird and told me to stop and give him the doll. I don't remember how I was acting because it felt like something took over. I kept telling him that Amy will get mad and that she likes me. Oh, God bless. That's oh, when I'd, you than me. I'd be out. Then she goes, that's where the doll got its name from. 
My boyfriend finally took the doll for me and put it in the opposite room from him. Through, uh, through his vent, you could see the room it was in. The next morning, we woke up, and the doll was staring right into his room from the vent. Stop. I, yep, she goes, I swore. I would fucking die. Excuse my vent? French, but I would literally, that's like... And the epitome the of how I'm how I'm gonna go, guys. Like, oh my <laughs> Is god. Is that how you're gonna go? God bless. <laughs> Sorry, Melissa. It's been Jesus. real. Jesus. Oh my god, this poor Ugh, girl. I know. And boyfriend. For real. And everyone else in that house too. Jeez. So now she said, um, I swore to never pick that doll up again because whatever was attached to it isn't good. Ever since then, I've been having dreams about demons and the doll. So oh god. this was posted thirty five days ago. So it's pretty like, you know, it's recent and this is still is like she, she answering? Is she alive? Um, she was answering people, like, recently, too. Because okay, people were asking for pictures of the doll, and she sent Can like, I see pictures. a picture of this doll? Yes, I will pull that up as a... Let me see, just guys, we... You know, I trust Joe with all my heart to find these stories. So now, the one thing beforehand, that didn't... So I don't, I don't ask to see them. She said they got the doll's face fixed, because that didn't line up with the story. Remember how she said the face was slightly melted? But that's, oh, that's that the, looks like somebody I that's know. That's the doll. Okay, well, we don't want to be disrespectful when we no, are looking no. at the doll. But it, okay, for people that are not viewing the doll at the mm-hmm. moment, she looks like oh, a typical Karen. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got piercing green eyes that are just beautiful. Yeah. Um, they are. They're stunning, those eyes. You know, I'm going to say something, like, really creepy. <laughs> and no one's going to, you know, unless you know me personally. But, yeah. like, I feel like this doll could be a doll my mom. Like, this looks like my freaking mom. I'm no, not kidding. Wait, no, now I kind of just got the chills. Right? Like, you met my mom. I know. I kind of just got the chills right now. Right? Like, this this could be Patty. That's, yeah, I'm a little like, uh, I don't, I don't it's know a little how weird. I feel um, right now. Like, it's not that it's, it's just like, no, wow, it's, it's, yeah. it's crazy how. It's oh a big goodness. doll. It's a big, big doll. Right? Well, she did say three feet, so think it's yeah. a pretty big doll. Yeah. And Amy, you are big. Yeah. Big girl. We'll have to, yeah, I'll send you a link to this oh i don't want a link to that don't send that to my phone no not that i meant the story if you oh yes story, yes yes not please, the I... actual no don't worry i <laughs> you know keep, better. you keep that joe you've you taught keep me that. girl you've taught me everything you you keep that on your phone it's not on don't worry <laughs> it's all on the reddit well oh, that's yeah, yeah that was the story so basically that's um yeah this poor girl is still feeling I guess, like, an aftermath from that attachment. Yeah, well, the boyfriend needs to come clean yeah. and to say where he got the doll from, how they acquired the doll, because you don't just have that doll. That's not a doll that you just have chilling in your basement. That's just yeah, not going to happen. I mean, that just wouldn't fly with me, with my family. I don't know about you. But, mm-hmm. No, I but, oh. totally agree with you. Anyway. <laughs> Jeez, please. Anyway, intense. guys. <laughs> Oh, well, tonight's episode is on the Hampton Lily Bridge house and Amy. And mm-hmm. so it'll be a longer one, guys. So we apologize. Hopefully we don't, it's very don't lose your interest. Though. It is very interesting. I thought so. Jill has an obsession with going to Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> I, do. I love Savannah. She loves Savannah. And she's like, let's do something in Savannah. I'm, I'm like, sad, though, that I actually didn't see. I will say, you know, I didn't see this house. And I'm sad that I didn't because after reading about it, I know you, I can't tour it, but just to see the outside of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been, to, I've been to Savannah once on my sister-in-law's bachelorette party, so I didn't get to really explore the haunted part of it. So we would, we would love to go back and definitely that see everything that's yep. there. It's supposedly, Savannah, Georgia is known to be a haunted town. Like, mm-hmm. everybody just supposedly knows that. Um, basically, virtually every street in Savannah is haunted, mm-hmm. which is interesting. I was that walking down haunted streets, and I had no idea. Yeah. 
I guess my intuition didn't pop up then. Nope. But, um, yeah, it's just, from my research, it's just kind of known in Savannah that everything is haunted. Even the, every corner, you hear a sound. You, you weren't making something up. You heard a sound. Like, that kind of, you know, shenanigans. Um, it is in the South, too. You know, you know, a lot of these southern cities, like, it's kind of how I feel about, you know, New England. They just tend to be, no, exactly. you know, haunted. Just a lot of history. Um like, yeah. And they're, like, old. T- like, you can just feel, like, when you walk through the town, all the character the buildings have. Like, it just Oh, has yeah. It's definitely a very you know? interesting town. It and is. It's just, I think you really got to go there and take a tour of the town, which I didn't. So that's why I thought it was a little bit of a confusing city. But mm-hmm. it's definitely something that, you know, I would love to go go in and dive in. And maybe we'll, you know, get ourselves into the Hampton Lily Bridge House. I mean, I don't Never know if know. I, I want to get into it physically, but, you know, mm-hmm. we can try our best, you know. Call the cops. Say there's something in there, you know. There you get you let go. in, right? No, but um. So yeah, like if Jill would have went there, she would have witnessed that it was, you know, a seemingly normal, quiet, private residence. They said that it's extremely haunted. Mm-hmm. Um, local experts rate it as one of the most haunted locations in Savannah, and the location for the city's only religious exorcism to date, which failed, by the way. We'll yep. get into that. But, um, it, yeah, it was built in 1796 for Hampton Lily Bridge, which I think is the cutest little name ever. That is such a cute name. Right, Ham- like, come here, Hampton. Like, that, that's just so cute. And I love Lily Pulitzer, so Lily Bridge is just, you know. Mm-hmm. That, that, it flows. Just, this flows for my, yeah, for me. Hopefully I'll come back as a Lily Bridge in my next life. That would be, <laughs> <be> great. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Hampton Lily Bridge, he was originally from Rhode Island, and he had this house designed to match his New England origins, even though it was built in the southern state of Georgia, which I don't understand why people do that. Mm-hmm. Even by us in Long Island, you pass a house and it, look, it looks like it belongs in Arizona. Why? No, I agree. Houses built in Arizona are built for you know a certain reason for the heat for you know. Yeah. Why do you we don't need that that stuff up here? Yeah, just go to Arizona then. Move. Yeah, there at that move, point. move to Arizona. <laughs> we have enough of you people here. Yeah. Long Island is very overpacked, but it that's is. Just, we, we love everybody. Everyone mm-hmm. come and say. <laughs> Oh, my God. My daughter decided to start walking this week, so I'm more tired than normal, guys. So well, she's me. running. She's, yeah, you're putting it. She's you're running. making it, you know, yeah, put it nicely. I, she's running. Yeah, she's exactly running. <laughs> uh, so my, my jokes might be even more mom status this, this episode, so I apologize. But back to Hampton Lily Bridge. It is located deep in the historical district, which is a short walk from Oglethorpe Square on East St. Julian Street. That's like the main center, mm-hmm. right, Jill? Yeah, I think I was actually at that square because I went to like every single, there's like a few little squares in the oh, there town. Is? Of, yes. Okay, yeah. Well, so I'm the, pretty sure I would visit is, each one. This is a so very, cute. you know, important square. I kept reading about this. Yes, like, oh, no, okay. this one kept popping up in this story. Yeah, so, and um, basically this house has been known to see much suffering and death. From the outside, it is distinctive, elegant house, two and a half stories with a mansard roof and wide shiplap, shiplap sidings. Hampton's widow sold the house after Hampton passed away, and it was converted to a boarding house. At first, I thought it was, I was reading that it was converted to a boarding school, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. But um, it was just a boarding house, which I don't know entirely what it is, but I guess people kind of stayed there that just wandered or just needed Yeah, that's kind of what it a brief sounds house. like to me, yeah. too. Oh, what is that? Oh, I don't know. Oh, boy. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Our, our microphones are, like, spazzing out, yeah, out of nowhere. Maybe my phone was too close. Get that phone away, Joe. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, 
Yeah, so after it was shortly converted to a boarding house, a troubled sailor ashore for a short break committed suicide by hanging himself in one of the guest rooms. This is kind of like what marks the hauntedness mm-hmm. of it. Um, the suicide ruined the reputation of the boarding house and marked the property as a place of ill repute in general. And the boarding house eventually closed for business, and for many years, no one lived in the house. I don't know if one suicide would just would scare me away. I would just think that, you know, maybe someone that had a troubled soul was dealing with something just, mm-hmm. you know. No, I know what you're saying. Unfortunately, took their life. If there was more, you know. No, I, obviously, true. what we're about to get into, I definitely think it's, oh, yeah, there's it has a, a haunted side stuff. to it. Yep. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm just surprised that I just came like a banished house after that. Mm-hmm. It's beyond devastating that this poor sailor did take his life. But, you know, I don't know. Just for it to be like that, I guess back then it was, you know, very. But I know what you're as, saying, too. It, I yeah, mean, it's, I don't know. Regardless, obviously, it's a horrible. It's terrible the what happened there. But you wouldn't think that that would cause. A closing of the house. Yeah. yeah. So, but of course, in 1963, we have someone that buys the house, which it always is. Someone mm-hmm. that. Of is, course, somebody wants it. Which would be me. So can't hate on you, Jim Williams. But Jim Williams, who was the inspiration for the main character in John Burnett's book, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, bought the house. Um, basically, he says that the event after that occurred, after the purchase of the property, mirror his own life story, which is dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Um, the house has become, after Jim Williams moved in, a legendary property in the city. It's story changing with each recitation. Oh, my God, I can't even read what I'm writing. <laughs> Recitation with the events that keep happening at the house. And more of what has remained consistent, though, is the intense level of haunting that has happened at the house. Ghosts, however, are a consistent part of every version of this tragic story. Mm-hmm. So there's tons of tragic mm-hmm. stories happening yep. about the house, basically. And there's always spirits, ghosts that are just always fill the story up. Um, so... Jim Williams, he was an antique dealer and architectural restorationist. Uh, He took much pleasure in restoring the Lilybridge house to its former splendor. A common telling of the story recounts that in the process of moving the house, the whole house on blocks and wheels, by the the way, guys, not just moving, like he physically moved the house. Yeah, like legit picked it up and moved it. Which I don't even know how they do that, but they do (laughs) that. Yeah. He moved it just a few blocks down the road, even. He didn't even move it that far. Um, but basically, part of the roof collapsed and crushed one of William's anonymous laborers who died from his injuries and was mourned by his family, which is just, that's just terrible. Like, why yeah. did you have to move that house? Like, now you killed someone unintentionally. I mean, I know it's not technically your no, fault, but, but... still, why did you have to move it just a few blocks away? Just Yeah, you know, but then again, is this house cursed? Where the you know, obviously, when you're moving, did they moving a house? You know, stuff like this can happen. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I I don't know. That's just me being like, okay, what else? What else? But there is more, guys. I promise. Oh yeah, more spooky Um, stuff. Yeah, and then basically, the construction crew experienced, of course, more misfortune almost immediately. They started feeling chills, tingling sensations in the back of their necks. And at times, the hauntings resemble the sound of furniture being moved around, and that could be heard from distant rooms. They would hear laughter, voices, and footsteps seemingly coming from nowhere. Tools and construction equipment were also subject to uncanny events, almost ex- explicable but suspicious nonetheless. Jeez. This is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Bu- building materials were inexplicably 
moved or just disappeared completely. Now, I listen, okay, I have to get into a rant about that, which I know I've been doing a lot, guys. I'm sorry. I hate when spirits move shit on you. That is the most <laughs> annoying thing ever. And I always know, like, if I have something that, like, I literally, like, you know, I know I'm crazy. But, like, I know if I left somewhere, like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you yeah. find in the most bizarre place. Somewhere you know you would exactly, never Exactly. And yeah. you're like, come on. Like, it's just, ugh, I hate yep. that. So I feel bad for that crew because oh, that's yeah. just very, very annoying. Yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah, and they got annoyed. Disturbances caused many members of the crew to quit the ambitious project. Mm -hmm. Reports of the paranormal incidents soon spread. Eventually, local news crew, of course, heard about the hauntings and decided to investigate. Late one evening, the news crew, camera, and everyone else involved in that arrived at the house and went inside. They are greeted by a piece of construction material flying at them. Like, hello. <laughs> yeah, they were not. It doesn't seem like they were welcomed. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> that You don't have to tell me more. Nope. Be like, all right, packing up my stuff and we're out. Exactly. <coughs> okay, and we're back after I just had a choking episode <laughs> on my drink. Oh, something's mad at me tonight, guys. Um, That's it. Anyway, back into it. I'm alive. She's alive and well for the moment. I'm surviving, not thriving right now, but <laughs> I'm here. Um. Despite all these issues, a few of the workers on the restoration team remained with Williams Project. They felt loyal, yada, yada, yada. One, one worker was re rewarded for his commitment to his own personal confrontation with a very aggressive spirit. Okay, so that's the type of gift that you want to receive for remaining loyal, right? Oh, yeah, right? For real. She's yeah, when the laborer didn't return to his workmates for some time, they began to grow concerned. A pair went upstairs to see what was delaying him. They found their co-worker quickly by following his terrified whimpers. He was lying face down on the wooden floor, scraping at the bare Ugh. wood floor with his nails. That right there. He was terrified. Oh, my God. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I would like, listen, this sounds to me that Hampton is not happy that this house is being moved. No, that's I'm being worked yeah. on. Why? I think that he, William's upset. Upset them by doing that. Yeah, you know? and I think that he's retaliating <laughs> against these workers. I mean, I think it's yeah. clear as clear as day. Oh. Um, yeah. So obviously, of course, after they found him and they, you know, tended to him, they obviously asked what had happened after he calmed down. The laborer explained that he'd walk into the room looking for the noise and instantly felt as though he'd been thrown into ice cold water. He said he felt like he was losing control over his body. It was almost as if he was possessed. In the panic, he um, reflectively dropped to the floor, desperately trying to stop the mysterious force from dragging him towards a chimney shaft that was open with a three-story drop below. Okay, If the force had succeeded, the man would have, been, would have been plunged three stories, and the fall would have likely would have killed him. Can oh, my you God. Even, like, no, I can't. I, can't I wouldn't even that. be able to think about that as that's happening. I would just be like, I don't even know. I can't even imagine that. Right? Like... I mean, thank God he got himself down on the floor and was able, like he said, to. And then yeah. they came and found him, the other guy. Yeah, thank God. Jeez. When, and then while telling his colleagues what had happened, the man casually suggested conducting an exorcism. Okay. Mm. Let's conduct an exorcism. Like, how did. No. Yep. As he uttered the word exorcism, a loud female echoed oh. from the room. All, all of them had heard it. And even though they had not seen anyone enter the room. Yeah. That's freaky there, too. Come on, now you're hearing a woman scream. Yeah. And as well as hearing voices, the builders working on the restoration also spotted apparitions. One specter seen 
was was often described as a tall man dressed in black. The crew reported seeing the apparition watching them from a third floor window. They said he wore a black suit and a light colored tie and stood by the window. Transfixed by their actions of uprooting his place of residence. So you know what? I think that's Mr. Hantham himself. Oh, yes, I do too. Yeah, and then others also saw the ghost during the time that John Williams owned the house. Some reported seeing a middle-aged man with gray hair wearing a silver robe, living his best life. <laughs> the people who lived next door complained of noises like a party was happening, hearing singing and dancing despite the house being empty at the time. Some neighbors even saw people dancing on the third floor while everyone they asked reassured them that the place was vacant. Well, there was some sort of a party going on. Yeah, and I wish they had like a smartphone to record that, right? right? It's so true. And um, the house had no reported electrical issues, yet lights were seen to flicker on and off, seemingly at random. A woman who lived locally confessed privately to Williams that she had recently been feeling a great fear of a male presence. Not a man, but a presence that she sensed from the house. Williams was not a big believer in the supernatural and rejected the idea that the house was possessed. He did, however, reveal a telling detail that could be the key to the whole mystery. The renovations had unearthed a mysterious crypt beneath the new house's location. Yeah, dun, that, dun, dun. That to right me, there. it sounds more that it's Hampton himself having parties. Oh, yeah, that's what but, I yeah, let's see. Let's it. see what they have to say about this bad boy that was found. During the restoration of the house at its new location, the crew had to dig up the house's foundation to see the upper stories in their new home. In their excavation, they unearthed an in- ancient crypt below the level of the basement foundations. It most likely dated from a pre-colonial period. Mm. So that could, no, that's got to be before colonial. So that's not that would be different from Hampton. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this yeah. Th- to some consulted, this indicated that it was a Native American origin. The walls of the crypt were built with rough lime and crushed oyster shells. Crazy. Williams was notified of their feelings, but was of their findings. Oh my god, I can't read. <laughs> I was going to say, wait, their feelings. Exactly, right? <laughs> Guys, we're digging in, in, dig, digging deeper into the psychology <laughs> psychology of this. But um, he was apparently not at the property at the time. It's not clear what happened to the crypt. There was no mention of moving it. We're re and we're reinterned. What the hell did I write there? <laughs> Oh, my God. And accounts from the Williams period. After its discovery, it seems that the crypt was simply buried underneath the house. They didn't pay much mind to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you would just not pay much mind to it, especially if there's mon- many complaints. Yeah. It could be a me. mixture of Hampton and Native exactly. Americans going on there. I feel like that could be there. a big clue right there. Exactly. I don't know why the heck you would just act like you didn't find that. I don't but know either. Then again, we're not at the site, so they're not thinking like me and you, Jill. This is true now. Surprisingly, even after hearing about so many incidents of haunted activity in the newly renovated property, Williams moved into the Hampton Lilybridge house. He gave no fucks. He said, mm-hmm. I'm in. That's it. The spirits, in their own way, immediately welcomed Williams. In the middle of the night, the grafting sound of footsteps woke him several times. They weren't soft footsteps either, guys. He described them as sounding like glass being crushed. Jeez. Yeah, that does not sound like little soft. No. Settle footprint. Someone tipped They want you gone. Nope. They're letting you know they're there. A thousand percent. Williams also witnessed the appearance of a shadowy figure who approached him, then suddenly disappeared. Once Williams, who was probably both intrigued 
uh, more than a little annoyed at the constant presence, attempted to pursue one of the spirits. This always happens, guys. Yep. He wrote about chasing it down a hallway until a door roughly slammed in his face. Mm. He attempted to open the door. It was locked. No shit. Well, rightfully so that they kind of slammed the door in your face. Yeah, right? I mean, you're chasing them down. Seriously. (laughs) (sighs) With the resident spirits affecting his sleep and making life difficult for Williams, he decided to try and do something about the occupations. He went to see an episcopal bishop from a nearby church, Reverend Albert Rhett Stewart. And then on December 7th, 1963, the bishop himself conducted a lengthy exorcism of the restored Hampton Lilybridge house. He conducted a ceremonial blessed on the home. He demanded that the evil spirits leave and rest in peace. His efforts were not in vain. The exorcism seceded mm. for less than a week. A few days later, disturbances resumed. Yeah, so that didn't seem to work out according to plan. Nope. Then, of course, Williams invites a series of paranormal investigators, psychics, and other organizations to have to look to have a look at the property and see if they can do anything about the spooky residents. Just to let you know, it's just only because it's disrupting his sleep. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, and also, um, he also had the American Psychological Research Foundation. Psych- psychical, what the hell? <laughs> I just Did I write? Oh, my God. It's, it's you know what? This is what happens. <laughs> Mommy brain takes over sometimes. Seriously, yes. But they all agreed that the paranormal activity had occurred within the house but no one offered any ideas on how to rid the house of its unwanted guests. They said, "You're, okay, yeah, you got yeah, something." But you're, yeah, you're yeah, screwed. we're, like, we're, we're confirming it. Figure it out, dude. Yeah, seriously. And then other people have since, of course, moved in after William sold it. Um, you know what's funny? Like, you know, you have the people that report it, and then after that, you know, you always have buyers that buy the houses. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, it's always like they never report anything yeah, happened. Quiet now, now. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it still has a haunted reputation, of course, and it's still a private residence, and you can't go on go on tours, as Jill said. Mm-hmm. Then it was last listed for sale in 2018. It doesn't mention ghosts. It has a storied past. It says, and it sold for two million one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Wow. It's a small price, right? You also yeah, get some ghosts with that. I don't know. I always find that interesting. You know, I, I I don't know. I mean, I also think that, you know, people just are more in tune to spirits and some are not. Well, that I don't could know. definitely be, too. I agree with you in that aspect. There's just some people that have, like, a wall up where nothing will, like, kind of, you know what I mean? Like, there might be activity going oh, on. Oh, yeah, they're a thousand percent. A thousand percent. I don't know. I mean, to me, it sounds like it's haunted, but it, it sounds to me that, like, Hampton is just annoyed. Or maybe That's what Hampton I think was, he was more targeting annoyed. Williams because yeah, of everything he did. Yeah, maybe he was just more annoyed at Williams and he yeah. was like these random people just buying the house are not yeah. like bothering him. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe he's like, all right, they're respecting my house and me. Like, I'll respect them. And you don't know. It sounds like what uh, Williams did kind of screwed with Yeah, him. it's like, you know, you do something disrespectful in their yeah. eyes where you piss them off. They're going to get mad at you. It's true. Rightfully so. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I would do the same thing as Mr. Hampton. Yeah. Get your ass out of my house. <laughs> Damn, I wouldn't want you to haunt me, Melissa. Oh, God. I, no, I, I'm, I'm a cancer. You know, you fellow cancers, you know, we hold on the grudges like, <laughs> like I'm so mad at someone, something that someone said back in 1993 when I was like two. So, you know, so you know. good luck to all those people. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Well, let us know, guys, if you guys have been to Savannah. I know I am. I put up a poll on Instagram, on our Instagram, a Power Mommel. 
Activity Podcast. Um, you can find us on Instagram. Um, I put up a poll if you guys have been to Savannah. It was pretty much half and half. It's definitely a wonderful city. I would definitely want to yeah. go back. Yeah, it's beautiful. I just loved just everything about it. There's so much character, and you learn. Like, I did a lot of the ghost tours, which I would recommend, too, if you're interested in all the stuff. Oh, I can't wait. We have to plan yeah. a weekend. No, it's fun, because they just take you everywhere, like, the main hot spots. But I guess we couldn't see this place, because it's not really open. Yeah, it's, it's, you know? it's like it's like the animal horror sense, house. Yeah. It's residentially owned, you know? But it's really cool. And, you know, the stories, obviously, they tell from what they've learned, and... Certain things are up to interpretation, but they show you some cool, like, pics and footage that they got of some crazy shit. Sorry, guys. Say the least. That's that's gone down in these places. Joe got scared, guys. That's it. Oh, yeah. I, I get very scared. Jo- I'm not like Melissa. I'm like the baby. <laughs> I cry. Listen, <laughs> I, I get scared. I just don't show it. You can't you show go. these things weakness, okay? Well, that's my first flaw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why I don't want to be with you when that's, we go into a horror, like, in a horror movie. Cause yeah. Me, nope. me and you would be I dead. don't even want to be with me. <laughs> you don't have a choice. I'm going to make the first person out of there. Seriously, oh. I've seen too many. Oh, yeah. I've learned. Well, thank you, guys. I mean, it means the world to us, supporting us from all over the country. Yeah. We've been getting messages from you guys listening all over, and it just it melts our hearts. We love having people support us and and doing this. It's a nice break from... Parenting yeah. and just and a break from like the real world. Yes, for a bit. exactly, and we love it. So have the shout out, shout out if I could speak properly to all you guys. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be us without you guys. Um, we have an exciting um, show that we will be on. We'll talk more about it mm-hmm. in two weeks. It's going to be live, so we are oh, God. we are anticipating yes. tons of stuttering from me. And a lot of blank <laughs> stares from me. <laughs> I get very nervous. Oh, little, she always says this. A little she, like, clammy. Makes, <laughs> oh, stop. You, ne- you, you never get clammy. We're, we're going to pop a big bottle of champagne yeah. before it, so we're oh, going to be yeah. nice and talkative. We'll, guys, we'll keep you guys updated on that. And uh, as always, any questions, feedback, please reach out to us on Instagram, Paranormal Activity Podcast. And then also, we are on Twitter as well, Paranormal P. Mm-hmm. Don't know why that is, but that's just what they. <laughs> that's all we could get from you. Yeah, that. seriously. Thank you, Twitter. Well, anyway, guys, stay safe. Have a great night. And thank you so much for the support. <laughs>